Again, let us put our hands together for Jesus Christ. Indeed, there is power in his name. Do you believe that? You believe there is power in his name? Yes. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. Yes, viewers all over the world, we welcome you this morning. And we want to thank you for joining us in today's live broadcast. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. My name is Yinka, and by the special grace of God, I'm an evangelist. Today, I am privileged to share with you good news. Let someone say good news. Good news. Yes. Someone is watching out for you. Someone is watching out for you. In the midst of your trials, in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your situation, someone is watching out for you. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. In the book of Isaiah 35, verse 5 to 6, the Bible says, When he shall come, to save us, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, and the prisoner will be free. Today we are free. We are free in Jesus' name. Let someone say, Jesus has reason. Greet your neighbor. Say, Jesus has reason, Jesus has reason. For, my for my forgiveness. He has reason, he has reason. For, my for my deliverance. He is reason, he is reason. For, my for my breakthrough. Do you believe Jesus has reason for you? Yes. Are you sure that Jesus has reason for you? Yes. If you believe that, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Indeed, he is reason for us. In the book of Matthew 28, verse 20, the Bible says, In the book of Matthew 28, verse 20, Jesus says, I will be with you always, even to the end of the earth. No one that influenced the thinking of human beings ever said this. Not Isaac. Not Moses. No Old Testament prophet. Only Jesus Christ of Nazareth says, I will be with you always. So with joy, say to yourself, he will be with me always. He will be with me always. Even to the end of the earth. 
The Bible says, after all his pains, after all the insults and the embarrassment he received, his life was whole in him and nature strong. His life was whole in him and nature strong. The Bible says Christ, before he aspired, he spoke like a man in his full strength to show that his life was not forced from him, but was delivered freely into his father's hands by his own acts and deed. His life was not forced from him. The Bible says it was delivered freely by him unto his father's hands by his own act and deed. The voice of the dying man was the first thing that failed. But you know the case of our Lord Jesus Christ was opposite. Let us look and see how his word speaks to us today now when you turn your bible to the book of luke 23 from verse 34 jesus says father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing the bible says jesus death the hour of Jesus' death was the beginning of his glorification and our redemption. This becomes the saving grace of all true born again. To be born again, the believer must first die with Christ and then resurrect with him. Unless you die with Christ, brethren, you cannot put on a new man. Viewers all over the world, unless you die with Christ, you cannot receive a new life. Jesus' resurrection was the joy of his friend. Jesus Christ's resurrection was the joy of his friends, just as it is the terror and the confusion of his adversaries. Jesus has risen, brethren, therefore let our heart rise and seek the things that are above. What is your situation? Jesus has risen. Therefore, let your heart rise and seek the things that are above, so that you may be comforted under your present sorrow. Whatever situation you may be facing, Jesus knows where you are. And the Bible says he will visit you in due season. Let someone say he will visit me. In due season. He will visit me in due season. Viewers all over the world, when the Lord visits you, you will receive 
a new life. And this will bring me to the title of my message for you today. A new life. Let someone say, a new life. A new life. Yes, indeed, a new life awaits us all in Jesus' name. Yes, quickly turn with me to the book of Matthew. Today, it is all about Jesus, the Savior of the world. Quickly turn with me in the book of Matthew, the New Testament, chapter 28. And let's quickly take the reading from verse 1. Are you there? Are you there? Let's go. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Madeleine and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Verse 5. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. Let someone say he is risen. Say it with joy. He is risen. He is risen. Yes. The Bible says he is not here. He is risen from the dead. And just as he said would happen, come. See where his body was laying. Verse 7, and now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightening, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. Verse 9. And they, as they went, and as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, listen, don't be afraid. Go, tell your brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. Let someone say, Jesus, his reason. Greet your neighbor, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Say it with joy. Happy Easter. Say it yourself. Say, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yes. Viewers all over the world, remember, distance is not the barrier. We greet you also. Happy Easter. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, what is Easter? Easter is a day 
set aside by Christians to commemorate the resurrection of someone who paid the supreme sacrifice. Someone who paid the supreme price for our sins. Sin is a debt that can never be paid in a person's lifetime. Jesus Christ, the righteous one, the Bible says he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Today, his victory is our victory. His victory is your victory. Jesus Christ overcame the world by forgiveness. He became the savior of the world today because he released forgiveness. Today we say the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Do you know why he's called the Lamb of God? Jesus is called the Lamb because he is innocent. The Bible says he's called the Lamb because he is the sacrifice. By his death on the cross of Calvary, he took our place. I mean, he became a substitute. The Bible says he was flogged. He was tortured. He was humiliated and dehumanized. He responded with forgiveness. He was tortured. He was dehumanized before he was brutally murdered. Yet, he responded with forgiveness, knowing that his death will accomplish salvation for mankind. Knowing that his death today will accomplish salvation for all of us. But today, many have changed the history of their lives through inability to see beyond insults. Many today have changed the history of their lives through inability to see beyond humiliation. Many have changed the history of their lives through inability to see beyond embarrassment. But do you know embarrassment, insults, humiliation to the wise are foolish things. But God used these to reveal his purpose in the life of his son, Jesus Christ. Here we are today. God used humiliation, embarrassment to reveal his purpose in the life of his son, Jesus Christ. Here we are today. Today Satan keeps using the unrighteousness of man as a material for his own purpose. To derail man from running the straight race with God. 
Satan keeps using unrighteousness of man as a material to trap man from walking with God. The question is, what is the unrighteousness of man? Anger. Malice. Bitterness of hearts. Unforgiveness leading to offense. Many today are victims of offense. Remember, these are the unrighteousness of man that Satan keeps using to trap you from receiving from God. My father in the Lord, Prophet B. Joshua says, offense is a trap of the devil to bring men to captivity. Offense is a trap of the devil to bring men to bondage. When we are hurt, we feel we've been betrayed. And therefore, when you retain offense in your heart, you filter everything through it. When you talk, you talk through it. Even when you talk, in your words, there is offense in it, and you pretend to be happy. When you walk, you walk through it. The way you walk, people will see that you are not happy, but you pretend to be happy because of offense in your heart. Even when you smile, <laughs> you can see that the smile contains offense. When you are not happy, you are falling into Satan's trap by the state of your mind. Remember the reason why we are here today. When you keep offense in your heart, I mean when you retain offense in your heart, you filter everything through it. You sleep through it. And that is the cause of most of the nightmare today. Many today complain of nightmare because you sleep through offense. Because your heart is unclean. You are not happy. And that is why most of the time when we pray, we only hear ourselves, but God does not hear us. Because there is offense in your heart. That is why most of the times our words are idle, meaningless, and oftentimes destructive. Because we are not happy. Our heart is corrupt. And remember, that is where God lives. The Bible says our heart is the communication point, contact for the Holy Spirit. But you know, when the heart is corrupt, what are you expecting from God? When your heart is corrupt, you are falling into Satan's trap. When your heart is not happy when you are not happy you are falling into satan's trap by the state of your mind today many marriages breaks 
as a result of bitterness of hearts, anger. Many relationships today are shattered because of offense, humiliation. Let someone say, let go of offense. Tell your neighbor, let go of offense. Let go of bitterness. Let go of rejection. Whether you are right or you are wrong, you have no right to hold on to an offense. Whether you are right or you are wrong, you have no right to hold on to an offense. Now, imagine what do you think would have happened if the savior of the world had held on to an offense? Today, we wouldn't have had a savior to talk about. Just take for an example, if Jesus had held on to an offense, today we wouldn't have had a savior to talk about. Today we wouldn't have had a savior to save us, to bless us, to heal us, and to deliver us. We can talk about him today because of the forgiveness he showed. We can talk about him today because he released forgiveness. Brethren, there is need for reconciliation. Because the Bible says that Jesus Christ came to re-establish the wholeness that man had before the fall. That is the reason why he did all this for us. Let someone say a new life. I need a new life. A new life. Yes, turn with me once again to the book of Romans. The book of Romans. Let's quickly take from chapter 1. And let's take our reading from verse 2. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The good news is about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family's line. And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is our Lord. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostle to tell the Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them. So that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. 
when we talk of resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says we are talking of the real opportunity, the real privilege that he has given to believers to receive a new heart, a new body, a new soul. An opportunity for us to be released from the captivity of Satan. An opportunity to be released from the captivity of Satan. There are many things in our lives that are in the states of disuse. Whatever that has been in the state of disuse in your life. Be resurrected in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever that has been in the state of disuse. Be it in your finances. Be it in your business. Be it in your marriage. Be resurrected in the name of Jesus Christ. Be it in your health. Be resurrected in the name of Jesus Christ. Viewers all over the world, let the power of resurrection fall upon you in the name of Jesus. Let the power of resurrection fall upon your heart in the name of Jesus. The book of Romans 10 verse 8 tells us that we are saved by the gospel. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ that says Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And he rose from the dead. Hearing these word. Hearing this word and embrace them by faith is what saves us. The blood is shed on the cross of Calvary has no comparison. Cannot be compared with your blood, my blood, or the blood of the old world. The Bible says it is the most precious commodity in the history of mankind. But do you know that today many still crucify Jesus by the way they live? When you look at your life, you will agree with me that many still crucify Jesus by the way they talk, by the way they act. And by the way they respond to situations. When we look at our life, you ask yourself, what has your heavenly father forgiven in your life? I ask you, what has your heavenly father forgiven in your life? How is your heavenly father patient with you day in, day out, when time you wrong, when you offend him? How is your heavenly father merciful with you when you disobey him, when you slander him? When you slander him, when you obey, disobey him, even when you break his commandments, yet the Bible says his love for us remains constant and unchanging.
Today many accept the name of Jesus Christ, but not the life of Jesus Christ. You know, when the Bible says in that book of Luke 23, Father, forgive them. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. Do you know whom Jesus was talking to? I want to ask you a question. When Jesus says, Father, forgive them, do you know who Jesus was talking to? Who do you think Jesus was talking to? He was talking to those who were crucified. When Jesus said, Father, forgive them, can anyone tell me, whom do you think Jesus was talking to? He was talking to us and the disciples. You see, the word them is for both the offender and the offended. The offender and the offended. The wrong and the right. The sinner and the saint. So he was talking to you and I. See, today many have served the name of Jesus Christ, but they did not accept the life of Jesus Christ. We are in the presence of God today, in need of his mercy, in need of his breakthrough. But the question is, have you settled all your accounts? Because tomorrow might be too late. The Lord's prayer says, Father, forgive me. As I forgive those who trespass against us, are you sure you have released forgiveness to those who hurt you? Here we are today in need of his blessing. We need to settle the account. We need to settle the account. And that is why the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 59 from verse 1 to 2. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save us. Nor is he too dull to hear us. But our unrighteousness have separated us from God. There is a need for reconciliation. There is need, brethren, for reconciliation. There is a need for you to release forgiveness in your heart so that you can receive his blessings. Today we say, but I've prayed. I fasted for 40 days, but yet the mountain refused to move. Check yourself. Let someone say, check yourself. Check yourself. You might have played some role to find yourself in that situation. You might have played some role to find yourself in that situation. So check yourself. The Bible says we all have made bad decisions. Mistakes that we regret. We all have made bad decisions. Mistakes that we regret. 
but we all can be forgiven and start over. Let someone say, I will start over. I will start over. I will start over. Yes, this is a real opportunity for us all to start over. Today, many are victims of self-imprisonment. They imprison themselves. Today, many are victims of self-imprisonment unless they release themselves. When you release yourself, prosperity will find you. Are you sick, brethren? When you release yourself, the Bible says healing will find you. Amen. When you release yourself from this bitterness, anger, unforgiveness in your heart, breakthrough will find you. We need to release ourselves. Brethren, it is time for us to break every chain of unforgiveness in our heart. So that we can receive his blessings. It is time for you to break the chain of offense in your heart. And receive a free spirit. Our hearts need to be free before we can receive from God. Today offense have polluted our hearts. Anger. Unforgiveness. Many marriages suffered this unforgiveness. Today, the homes are broken. There's a time for us to release ourselves from every chain of unforgiveness. It's a time for sober reflection.
for the forgiveness we need. Let us begin to release ourselves from every unforgiveness in our heart. Let us begin to look at the cross. For all we need, remember where you are coming from. Begin to release those who have hurt you. Release yourself in the name of Jesus Christ so that the blood that is shed on the cross of Calvary can bless you today. There is power in the name of Jesus. You said there is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say there is power in the name of Jesus.
forgiveness falling do you believe that do you believe that say thank you Jesus for releasing me in Jesus name you may be seated in the presence of God There is a need, brethren, for us to know the benefits of Calvary so that we can appropriate them by faith. Finally, brethren, let us turn our Bible to the book of John 20. The book of John 20, and let's take our reading from verse 20 as he spoke he showed them the wound in his hand and in his side they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord again he said peace be with you as the father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. This is the word of our Lord Jesus Christ to each and every one of us. Because forgiveness makes future possible. Forgiveness makes future possible. Remember Jesus was tortured. He was slandered, yet he responded with forgiveness. So are you humiliated? Are you misjudged? Are you called wrong names? The Bible says, the love you give and the forgiveness you show the patience and forbearance that grace your life will produce much, much fruits. The love you give and the forgiveness you show would grace your life. I mean, the patience and forbearance you show will produce much, much fruit. They will come back to you in hundredfolds, perhaps long after you have forgotten them. But you know that freedom from offense comes. When we acknowledge the truth 
as we know that offense produces bitterness offense produces hatred malice anger unforgiveness in our hearts but your ability to freeze yourself from offense your ability to free yourself from your present situation frees you from deception the trap of satan that we find ourselves today your ability to free yourself from all this offense frees you from deception and the trap of satan to get out of your dry pits brethren to get out of your unpleasant situation you need to make restitution let someone say i need to make restitution i need to make restitution remember jesus christ still stand on trial it stands so that you can accept him or reject him he stands to be accepted or rejected but do you know when you choose the path of forgiveness you will receive the victory that Christ gives when you choose the path of forgiveness you will receive the blessings Christ gives so whatever situation you may be facing today Jesus his reason whatever situation you may be facing Jesus his reason when you embrace Jesus brethren you become a winner when you receive him receive him is receiving all the instructions he has laid down for you because faith enables us to receive what Christ did on the cross of Calvary today I say to you in the place of your pain receive the joy of resurrection Amen. now that our heart is free now that we have realized the area which we have missed the mark are you poor in a place of your poverty receive the prosperity of resurrection in the name of Jesus Christ viewers all over the world in the place of your frustration receive the fulfillment of resurrection receive the blessings of resurrection in your marriage in your health in your career in all that has to do with you receive the blessings of resurrection in the name of Jesus Christ let someone say I have received the blessing of resurrection I have received the blessing of resurrection in the name of Jesus Christ please don't forget please don't forget that to release forgiveness to your offender might be a hard thing to do but 
it is a way to break Satan's hold over your life. Today I leave you with Jesus' prayers. Jesus said, Father, put them in the world, but put the world out of them. May the Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Greet your neighbor once again. Say happy Easter. Happy Easter. Say happy Easter. Happy Easter. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Amen.